This is Adventure Public Radio. Hello, mortals, and welcome to Adventure Public Radio, bringing you stories on the ground from the realm of Midgard. And I'm Terry the Bard. This is rather surprising. Our adventurers are doing well on the Isle of Berserkers. They sauntered up to the gate, immediately convinced them to abandon their firm policy of excluding furfolk, and bested their finest warriors in the Holmangana. Ludwig will surely be proud. All right, Zach. So last last you left us on the most uh, dick-headed of cliffhangers. Uh, can we start the fucking game now? or I, I think that's really kind of harsh. I feel like it, the Issa cliffhanger was way worse than this one. I, I just, <laughs> that's fair. All right. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're a well-established and uh, like repeated. No, dickhead. he's yeah. he's the world's biggest dick tease on the planet. Like no one's ever <laughs> been a bigger dick tease. You can start, but you can't finish. That's that's Zach. <laughs> Big Zach can start, yeah, we'll but he can't out. finish. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> settle down, settle down, the masses. But yes, yes, I did leave you on a dick tease, I guess, in some <laughs> ways. But, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like it's it's for the best of the show, Joe. You're just going to have to, you know, toughen up a little bit. I will I will not toughen up. Thank it's you. RPG Christmas and you have us wait and you're like, no, 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 go back to bed. It's like we're all waking up at four in the morning like, can we open the presses? Can we open the presses, Daddy Zach? And you're like, fuck no, go back to bed. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily you didn't have to wait too long. You guys... I've just defeated two men in Homangana and I have gained basically gained entry into Gumsburg without trouble. Uh, people are still not happy that you won. Like even imagine like when the, when the Patriots win the Super Bowl for like the seventh time or whatever, everyone's like, yeah, great. You did win, but we still hate your guts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, he might be okay with you, but we still don't like you. Um, as you're walking through, people are like kind of pissed off about it still yeah hold on before we uh before we walk further um you you let us know at the end of the last episode that we leveled yes uh so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna use a spell that i uh that i would have gotten from leveling i have a level two spells now <laughs> okay. and um yeah i'm gonna fudge a little bit because the casting time is 10 minutes but we're gonna just say it's instant just for sake here <laughs> i like uh, how you're telling zach what is up you're like here zach yeah this, listen yeah, yeah no, no no just just like christian this is going to be for your benefit. You're not going to want to fight against this. Um, and I, uh, I'm going to say, uh, as if uh, I've seen a lot of other uh, paladins do this, but I never, never gave it a shot before. But uh, I think I'm going to do this for you. And I, uh, I cast uh, Fine Steed, and a spectral <laughs> celestial warhorse is knitted out of air. Jason, <laughs> uh, think uh, this is my, uh, this is my new companion, Mason. And uh, you might have fallen in battle, Sif, but you will ride in there like a king. And I place him on top of a giant warhorse uh, as we walk into the, uh, <laughs> into the dragon head. This is, uh, I don't, thank you so much. Uh, oh boy, I look like a king. You do, you do. All right, and I smack uh, Mason on the ass. All right, and then we walk in. That was oh, it. That's all I had. I, so I also guess. summon a steed. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> my horse's name is Mason, and... The voice will be Jason. You summon the spectral steed and ride, for no reason, ride about 30 feet towards where yeah. the dragon's I, ball I, I put is. Sif, just Sif on it. Sif rides in like a champ. Perfect. The 30 okay. feet. Um, and people are definitely booing and hissing from the outsides as uh, Bjork leads you into this mall. Okay, well, as I'm like going by the crowd, I'm taking that hat off. 
that I got from my uh, my buddy. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm waving it, and then I put it on. Okay, and uh, then I I send a message to him saying like, "Oh hey Caspian, what's up? I haven't talked in a long time. Uh, haven't heard from you. Uh, have a good night." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, I like it. It's like a uh a like a a boyfriend calling his girlfriend who he doesn't know that lost left him yet. It's just like ah, oh, I've heard from you a little bit. It's been a while. Uh, so you guys, you wait, and you feel like he hasn't like answered you yet, and then you hear, "Oh, hi, syphilis. How how are things? Where, where can I find you? I've I found a lot of more uh treasure." And then I start trying to talk back, and I'm like. Oh, you know, it's going pretty good. And then I'm like, oh, shit, there's only one charge. Um, You guys lead into the uh, dragons, this big mall, past the long table. Uh, you have to park your steed outside. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. You fucked. You've been running. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Makes it stop coming inside. <laughs> Just drag it small. You son of a bitch. You can't keep a ghost out. A ghost can go wherever it wants. Yeah. No. No. You can't just bring a horse in somebody's well, room, dining room. It's not a... Yeah, let's let's work out the physics of this horse. Because, like, yeah, like, if it is a ghost horse, you're going to tie it up outside and it's just going to walk through the wall later. And you're like, nah, you get out of here. What are nah. you going to do? Or it's not actually is it... a ghost. It, 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 it has all, like, the properties of a regular horse. It's just okay. a celestial instead of a beast okay, or whatever. fine. We'll leave Mason outside, Zach. Are you happy? No, he's coming inside, though. Yeah, that... I can't argue, but, like... If we three can walk in this place, you know, three abreast, we, we can bring a fucking horse in here. You Zach. totally could. It just would be the most disrespectful thing to do to bring in Which this. Which is a little, little bit the point. Um. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dip in here. Uh, uh, Bastion, let's just leave the horse uh, the horse out. You, you're already sort of on my tab here, my, my, uh, uh, my credibility tab here. I don't want to push it. We did just walk in here, and now a bunch of people are like, ah, these guys waltzed in here and just uh, think they can beat our cool dudes at duels, huh? Listen, uh, Carl, good point and all, but uh, you didn't just get your ass kicked by a bunch of uh, uh, hulking uh, racists, you know? Like, if I really want to shit in his if, meal. If bringing the horse inside is, is the hill you want to die on, there's not really a lot I can do about it. I just don't understand why this hill. Well, you wouldn't understand it because you got feathers and we have fur. You don't know what it's like. It's all right. You know, Carl has a, he has a great point and we are on his tab. So out of respect for my friend, I, I will say it. All right. Mason. Um, I say this telepathically, so uh, because that's the thing I could do. As long as he's within one mile of me, I can communicate <laughs> telepathically with him. Mason, you go out and find yourself a sexy lady horse, and you get down. I'll, I'll catch you later. Um, what is Mason's voice? Do should I have a voice for Mason, or is it's this... Jason's voice? Obviously. Oh, okay. So Jason, Jason, you are Mason now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you can you can talk to me telepathically. Oh God. <laughs> I, 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 I whinny, or what, what is it? Bleeding? Is that? I think, no, I think, uh, that, nay. Yeah. Um, I feel like bleeding is for goats. Neighing is yeah, for horses. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm already regretting. Listen, all right, Mason, if you're going to give me fucking guff here, I can, I can dismiss you and summon an elk in your place. <laughs> you could have made me an elk. I, I, I still can if you want. That doesn't sound bad. Maybe next time you bring. We'll me talk around. about it. We'll talk about it. In the meantime, 
go get your fuck on, buddy. How far can I go from you before one, I one mile? Uh, one mile before. Oh, that's it's got to be another horse within a mile. I'll yeah, I'll go check it out while you guys are are in there. <laughs> yeah, I saw some nasty looking fillies on the way in. You go have a fucking have a ball. That sounds great. Okay, I'll uh, <laughs> uh, just let me know when you're done, and I'll uh, I'll come back. I guess carry Sif to the to the what. Why did you bring me? Uh, why did you bring me out here? It was a kind of a swag thing, but I imagine we'll have to be on our way sooner or later. You're probably going to have to carry me and maybe everybody at some point. Good luck. I'll catch you later, buddy. All right. Goodbye. Syphilis leans in and you know <laughs> messes his hair a little bit and gives him a little kiss on the forehead and says, "You'll be good, Mason. You're a sweet little prince." <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> fine. This absurdity happens, and uh, Mason leaves this big mall, and you guys uh, enter in the tent, and you can hear in the distance, like, someone yelling, Get off of my horse, you slut! <laughs> so, so that's obviously going down. <laughs> and Mason is causing a commotion. Um, and you guys walk past the uh, long table inside this large tent, and there is a uh, maroon tent. The kind of sections off into the back. And uh, Bjork stands in front. He is inside. Thank you, Bjork. Um, I, I mean, I feel at a loss for words, but thank you. You're welcome. He would want it this way. As you guys enter this uh, tent, you pull back and you can see that there are many like candles set around a bed uh, where this human who's still wearing his uh, order of the first flame armor is lying mm. does he look okay he looks he's older um i would say probably uh white hair at this point pretty decent beard um but he it's hard to tell from this distance it's it wait he's like in his armor lying on his bed with all these candles around yes that's kind of, like super My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> like you went to Hot Topic, got all his swag, and <laughs> God damn it, he's the leader of the Lord of the First Flame. How dare you reduce him to My Chemical but Romance? He's, <laughs> he's moping with candles, and I, I, maybe he listens to the Cure, Jay. Okay, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, Cure yeah. is sick. <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. Anyhow, but yeah, he is laying there, uh, slightly propped up, like not completely laying flat, like he, like a dead person, but he's like propped sure. up. Joe, which of us has the bigger connection to Ludwig? I guess that would be you, because you're actually a member. Yeah, okay. yeah you I should think, probably. I, think so, uh, I was I was gonna take the reins, but you should probably do that. Yeah, I think I'll drive at least for this conversation. Then after that, I'll I'll try and let off, because um, I know I I can get into a habit of talking a lot, but um, yeah. Um, I think I walk over and uh, kneel next to his uh, his bed. Just say, uh, uh, "Ludwig, you uh, are you there, sir?" You see, as he like kind of sits up and turns towards you, you can see he's very old, uh, wrinkly face. Uh, it's definitely seen a lot of battle, but still kind of proud. As he notices that someone else is in here, he tries to sit up a little bit straighter, uh, though he is struggling and he's like using his hands to kind of pull himself up. I I think I try to help him if you'll let me. Uh, yeah, he, he kind of lets lets you, and uh, maybe you like put some like uh, pillows or whatever behind him, so he kind of sits sure. up, kind of vertical. Um, he says, "Um, <clears throat> well, I haven't seen a bear folk in a while. Um, 
who are you? Uh, my name is, uh, my name is, uh, Sebastian for Cadillac Camerata. Um, I actually, I know you a little bit, even though you don't know me. Um, I, uh, I wasn't a paladin yet, but, uh, I've been in Bjornheim for, you know, my entire life. And well, I joined the order not long after you left. Um, see his eyebrows kind of go up and he gets cracks of eye smile like, Oh, you like the order too. Well, it's good to see that they've traveled this far. Yeah, we actually, uh, we, we made our way out here from Bjornheim just to find you, sir. Um, <sighs> things are, things are bad and, uh, uh, we were sent just specifically because we need, you know, if not you to return to Bjornheim, we need your guidance on what to do next. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm an old man at this point. Back in the day, I, I, maybe I could handle something like this or these problems. Well, I will give you guidance, but I'm no use in any kind of battle. Mm. I mean, even if we just, you know, got your, got your insight and perhaps your blessing of what to do next. I think that would be incredibly valuable, sir. Well, tell me of your problems, if you don't mind. Um, it's been a while since I've been in Bjornheim. I've been traveling all over the north, trying to find these. And he holds up a book, one of these leather books. Oh, shit. Okay, interesting. Okay, I don't, I don't say oh, shit. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. <laughs> Uh, we, we, we for sure get into that more, sir. Um, but, uh, the, the short version is, uh, something happened and somebody who isn't a paladin, isn't a bear, isn't a person, a dwarf named, uh, Michael Axmall was put in charge of the Order of the First Flame and, uh, he's been using our name to do some real questionable stuff, sir. And he's been hiring mercenaries and he'll, you know, tell us we have a mission when we go somewhere. Mercenaries will be there and, do whatever he wants. It's just like he's using us as a as a shield to rob villages. Uh, the breaking point was when he said we were going on a reconnaissance mission. There was supposed to be some some folks outside of Bjornheim, a little village outside of uh, city limits, and uh, he said they were planning some sort of insurrection, and they had siege weapons and stuff. But it was just a village of regular people, and he raised the village. He slaughtered people. Oh, well, he Start to get upset, like you—you you mean someone's using the order of the first flame to to to, to expand territory, to to bring harm against the innocent is not why I created this. This this is an outrage. He starts to try to like set up a little bit. No, I I agree, man. I I was at my breaking point. I I joined this order. Well, my family sort of pressured me into it a little bit, but other than that, I I believed in this mission of protecting our borders and keeping our folks safe. This, uh, this ain't any of that, and I don't want to fucking stand for it. And you shouldn't have to. Oh, damn. If I had, if I had use of my legs, I'd go over there and put a foot so far up his ass. <laughs> and I'd love to see you do it, sir. <laughs> he, uh, says, well, I, my advice is to, although this is a bad problem, we have way more things to worry about um from what i understand sergeant bram was still at that post if i'm not mistaken yes sir captain bram now god no that's um that's that's good to hear he was he was a good good bear now listen uh mercenaries they're a dime a dozen you're in an island full of them unfortunately um though they've been good to me so far it took a long time to get this way the problem we have is much darker 
and much deeper. Then he goes and grabs his book from off to the side. I have found over a dozen of these tomes, and I cannot open them. I don't understand what they are, but they're causing trouble. And those who open them, uh, they go mad. They end up carving themselves full of marks and talking about dark gods. I, and I don't understand. What? What? Can, can I? Uh, uh, Ludwig, can I take a look at that? Uh, let me just introduce you guys. So Ludwig, legendary hero. <laughs> this is my, my companion and a contractor for the Order of the First Flames, Carl B. Rex. He's a, he's a wizard who uh, provides support and arcane intel for, for the Order. And over here, this is, uh, this is uh, what was a mercenary and now is a close ally. Syphilis, bus bubble. Oh, you have strange friends, Bastion. Well, it's good to meet you, Carl and Syphilis. It's, I'm glad you're keeping keeping us safe in this dire times. Yeah, pleasure to meet you. Heard many heard many tales. Uh, you know, good to put a face to the legend. <laughs> I promise you, I was much more handsome before. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, sure. You had something to you had something to interject there, Carl. Yeah, can I? You've got that book there. Can I? Can I see that? Yeah, sure. It hasn't opened for me. No one else I can see. Uh, did you not hear him say that people go mad looking at this? Wait a minute. That book looks pretty familiar. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, yeah, when you look at this book, it does look familiar to the tome you've seen before. This time, it does have a bit of a symbol on the front of it. Uh, the last one you had was pretty worn off. It looks like two bear paws in like a black square. What was the other one we saw? I'm drawing a blank. You still have it. You still have it. Yeah, it's in your inventory. No, I have it. It's one of the many things I stole off Caspian's boat. All right, but he uh, hands it out to you. Okay, okay. I would like to... Can I do an Arcana check? I don't even think you have to. As he goes yeah. to hand it to you, it flips open like in his hand, and he like drops it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, okay. Um, you got me. What's, what's, what's going on? He says... He's like, oh, he like backs up. We, I haven't been able to open that. No one I know has been open. How? Carl, Bastion, where do you know this Carl from? He, he, he's, he's basically an archmage. Uh, well, he, he started off kind of <laughs> incompetent, but lately he's been an absolutely invaluable asset who throws around magical spells as if it's nothing. He, uh, actually, I don't, I don't know where Carl's from. Uh, I, I, I'm from, uh, Vidim. Families from Vidim, not far out of Bjornheim. Have you ever been in the dark arts or, or been around this kind of magic before? I am a sort of solo self-taught wizard. Uh, maybe not the wisest path, but it's, uh, it's sort of called to me. And uh, it's what I've been doing for the last few years. It seems to be working out fairly well so far. A few, uh, few hiccups here and there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this book thing is an interesting development, let me tell you. Uh, I don't know whether you're lucky or or cursed, but uh, this book, I'm pretty sure, is the text of Shinobak, the the dark dark lord in this realm. And uh, oh my goodness! But unfortunately, uh, he doesn't have a text. To ha for him to have a text is is abnormal. It's it's always been word of mouth, or uh, whenever we found cultists up in the north, uh, we would find books about torture or necromancy, but for him to have a book and one that doesn't open unless, well, unless you have something special. And he kind of looks at you up and down. Yeah, I don't know what would be special about me. I am a wizard. I'm a geomancy wizard. I don't know 
a whole lot about the dark arts or why this book in particular. Don't 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 be a uh, modest call. You are a grand archmage, as far as we can tell. I, I love the uh, constant I mean, that- <laughs> support from uh, Bastion. No, 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 you're a grand archmage. Like you're you're way up there. Uh, real real fast, Carl. We we ran into a man like what Ludwig is describing. We we ran into a man who carved himself up like that and lost his mind. He's the one who stole the loot from uh, Huxley Beffelberg. Remember, he was saying something about the Dark Lord, and he was covered in tattoos or scars or something. It's been a while. Well. <laughs> I don't have anything to add there. I'm like rem- vaguely remembering uh, old yeah, details, it, and it, we've been playing uh, for so long. Together. I mean, have not been playing. For- uh, I guess all I'm saying is there's probably another one of those books somewhere. Oh. I guess near Caspian, maybe on that oh, boat. Uh, eh, uh, maybe this is a little bit after the fact or whatever, but uh, you know, eh, there's this, and I, you know, hand the book over to uh, Carl. Um, as it leaves your hands, it opens as well wow how about that that's uh i mean this seems bad wait we we had another one of these evil books that makes you go crazy and kill yourself or cut yourself up like this whole time uh yeah i guess but i I don't really know how to read so i just thought it was like a normal book that's fair okay carl i feel like you should have better judgment than that um (laughs) no maybe maybe you didn't know it was a crazy book that kills you no no carl he he carl seen it before he like Looked at it and went into a, like a weird trance, but like we figured best not to tell you, you know. Yeah, listen, I can't, I can't fault your judgment because that. Bastion, what's going on? Uh, you know, frankly, this is this is new to me, Ludwig, and uh, this is a uh, this is a uh, something I, I have to fix internally in my group here. I I don't know what what more do you know about these books? Moving on from us making some questionable, you know, perhaps decisions up until this point. Ludwig, oh. just so you know, um, it's like. He's not really the leader, you know, so. No, I'm not the leader. I just figured I should be talking to you. Like we take, we, I think we like take turns sometimes and it's like his turn, you know. Good leadership is, you know, malleable. It doesn't have to be always one way or the other. Um, as far as these books, they are a new problem too in the Northlands, at least in the last couple of years. Um, I found them all along the coasts of the Nita Straits and, uh, these tomes have been found around these bodies that are covered and scarred up, people driven mad, and then they're tied to these. I can't even. Other than a barrelope creature, I, oh, I don't barrelope, barrelope. I was just gonna ask about that. We we encountered a a, a barrelope, mm. uh, uh, and then a man uh, preaching about. Uh, God, what was he preaching about in uh, Rock uh, outside of Gloaming Crag? Uh, we brought this up to old Honey Paul's, and he said he's uh he's seen him around there, and you know he likes stirring up trouble. But old Honey Paul's just kind of quieted him down. He doesn't want him scaring the folk who live there. Old Honey Paul's likes the fact that everybody gives him treats and sweets and stuff like that. He doesn't want to <laughs> mess that up if they're all scared. He also told us to uh, send a message to you. Does anybody fucking remember what that was? Because I don't. He says, "Hey." <laughs> he said, "Hey, Ludwig, he what's up?" He said, "Hey, you up?" I think he said to come on back. I think he wanted him to come back to the crag. I think he was asking for him to come back. So, uh, yeah, actually, old Honey Balls would like to see you, too, if you can make it over that way. But I understand that's uh, maybe a non-starter. Not yet. Not until I can get these goddamn legs working again. Kind of rips off this blanket off of his legs. And you can see that they're, like, encased in ice. 
Um, oh and the from his about his hips down to like his uh ankles is all just ice. Um his feet are still kinda covered. Like uh ran into a, a Yotun giant named Grotor. He's a freaking Eden. Smells like shit. Cast some sort of freaking magic on me and now I'm frozen, working its way up. You can't just like sit into the sun, Ludwig, you know? Or like sit by the fire, maybe. Uh, doesn't seem to work. I could hold a flame to my leg and it won't melt. This is some evil stuff. Is it mm. is it a cure or is it a disease or poison, Zach? Um, no. Damn it! Just take your hammer, and smash, smash up the ice. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, you're offering to break the legs off so it stops crawling up his no, just, body. Just smash, just smash the ice. Oh God. No, I, I know that won't work. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. Um, he says, well, like I said, Grotar, the cold, he's been up on the upside of this aisle and uh been trying to get Bjork to get a hold of him again so we can get some justice on that bastard. But we haven't, he's been stretched too thin. He's been doing a lot of stuff for the Grand Duchy down south. Well, uh, two two things, uh, Ludwig. First, uh, I, I'll put that, you know, plot hook right in my mouth and pull. Attaboy. And we'll we'll take care of that for you. Um uh second, would you think that this is something a lesser restoration spell would fix? Uh read me lesser restoration, please. Uh probably not. So you touch a creature and can end uh either one disease or one condition afflicting it. I'm gonna say Oh wait, oh sorry, hold on. There's there's a there's a bit after that. Condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed. Paralyzed? Paralyzed is pretty good. Um or poisoned. I think you could roll me a, a medicine, maybe. Sure. And Carl, if you want, you could roll an arcana. It's a two. Nice. Okay. Well, Bastion. Do I get it with a two? Uh, no. I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, as you're looking at his legs, uh, you kind of feel like it's not a disease. It's not a poison. So it probably wouldn't work in your head. Sure. It's a 17. 17. Carl. 18, sorry. You would know this took an immense amount of magic to have something that sustains this long. Uh, good chances are this is some sort of curse. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, Ludwig, don't worry. We'll take care of that for you. Um, right, right, guys? I mean, it's the least we can do for uh, Ludwig here. I mean, I can't promise anything. I, I don't know how to deal with this. I, I kind of know what it is, but... Yeah, we uh, go take care of that giant person for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so easy. Like, big old bear hawk or whatever his name is. He He, he couldn't do it himself, you know? And then he gives us a hard time, you know? He's, he's too busy. And we just showed we're a lot better than his people. So, like, you know. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Ludwig, do you know, like, all these guys are a bunch of assholes? Yeah, I'm very aware of their... Um... Yeah, yeah, assholeness, you know. Uh, they don't really like me and Bastion so much. So I kind of don't really want to help them do shit, you know. And I think that's totally understandable. But we can either all fall divided or we can all stand together i mean like maybe if he made it worth our while or something like he publicly apologized to us maybe gave us some money i mean i i think it's worth a while just to have ludwig on his feet again man i mean that's literally why we're here we were sent here for this purpose we didn't come here to, to bilk him we came here to get him and uh if if restoring his legs is part of that uh, no offense and, uh, guys no. i was uh paid to deliver you safely um here we are. Uh, safely back to Bjornheim? Oh, no, I think uh, 
he said, make sure they get there safe. And then gave me money. Uh, if you remember correctly, half of your payment was given to you and the other half is after we get back. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said, he said, uh, Bastion has you, uh, he'll give you the money when you get there to get him back. Uh, inaccurate. Uh, it's not in episode one, but we did talk about this at the table that night and you were given like some amount of gold that I'm not supposed to know, but I do know. Uh, to get us there, and then the other half when we return safely to Bjornheim. No, Bram said if he tells you anything different, he's lying. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that that's what's in the episode. And uh, but we did talk about it that night. That yeah, you got you got half of your money up front, and the other half when you get back. Fine, you got me. There's so much we don't know because we haven't. It's such a long gap that we seem like idiots. Yeah, yeah. it's true. We only have like a uh, uh, knowledge of like a floating knowledge of like the past couple episodes. Uh, That's fair. My mine's a little better just because I have to edit the episodes, but not much. It's like ten percent better. All right. So so was I giving you a hard time? I was like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really sign up for giants. Are you afraid of them, Sif? Or are you uh, like, what's the problem here? He is very little. Uh, oh, excuse me, Carl. I mean, if you think you're too little to take him on, then I get it. Uh, me and Carl go do it. I pat him on the head. It's okay, Sif. Uh, that, that's, hey, listen, uh, listen. I, I like you guys. Uh, I don't want you going to do something rash, but uh, my my thing is uh, working with people like this. Uh, oh, and uh, <laughs> Ludwig's like, um, Gentlemen, is this really how you conduct business? Uh, yeah, we shouldn't do this in front of Ludwig, guys. <laughs> Please, let's not show our asses in front of Ludwig. All right, Ludwig, I know it looks unprofessional, but it's you got you got to get right to the emotional manipulation with Sif, because otherwise, there's just no dealing with him. <laughs> well, if you guys are going that way, uh, I don't listen. I'm going to be okay. Oh, Ludwig's been worse than this. Um, oh, you've been worse than what? a popsicle, Ludwig. <laughs> <laughs> you see him like lock eyes with you, like are you kidding me, you little shit. Um, and he's like, "Well, uh, I do suggest you get some help to get up there, though. It's pretty far away. It's a long travel. This aisle is not good to anybody, and uh, perhaps enlist some of them trolls." Oh, how about uh, none of these uh, racist boys over here? That none of them are going to help us. The only one I've been able to sway so far is Bjork, but it's a start. <laughs> Takes a long time to kill those kind of traditions. All right, listen, fine, I'll bite. Uh, I'll help. Let's uh, let's let's go talk to Bjork and and see if he can rally some troops, and we'll go kick this giant's ass, or at least uh, force him to to turn your legs back to normal. Um, it's a start. I mean, they're stubborn as hell. We're pretty coercive here. Yeah, we could just uh, make chicken noises at him until he does what we want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That seems to have a pretty good success rate. Uh, yeah, it totally worked on me. All right. Well, uh, I feel like we're kind of going in circles a little bit here now. So, uh, Carl and Sif, could you guys just go and start talking to Bjork? I'll meet you out there. Okay. You and Ludwig are going to uh, chill. That was very thinly veiled, son. I know, I'm sorry. I'm still a little bit sour from getting my ass kicked by a big asshole. It's not going to be the first time. It ain't going to be the last either. Get used to it. I know, but this one's kind of your fault, you know. Uh, <laughs> head at you. We'll, we'll, we'll be going now as, as I uh, am using my feathers to sort of shoo him out. 
Yeah, sorry for being disrespectful, Ludwig. As uh, Carl begins to leave, you see those books close again. I'm going to check out those books later. Um, okay, so they, they leave the room, and um, I think I just take a couple quick seconds. Um, I, kn- I know our group kind of seems a little silly here, but it's been working for us. If for some reason we can't fix your legs, man, what do you think we should do? Because, I mean, if the order falls into disarray, I mean, that's kind of it for Bjornheim. The only reason people don't fuck with us is because of the order. Well, sometimes it takes power for people to understand who's in charge i mean there's plenty of ways to do that i think you guys i mean you've already made it into the yams yamsburg and become part of the vikings i mean you're the first unfortunately for me to say it fur folk to do so obviously you guys are pretty special i mean i guess that is a hostile takeover perhaps is a, a possible solution should everything else go awry uh, Bram and his men, you know, they're, they're loyal to each other. They know the cause. They know why they were there. I'm sure they're not okay with Michael being like this. Yeah. Um, I'm sure some of that will be taken care of, but we can't fix the whole world all the time, but we can, we can try our best. That's fair. Well, thank you, Ludwig. And I do apologize for Sif. He is a much better person than he seems at first. <laughs> yeah, I've met a bunch of rat folk before. They're pieces of shit, but they warm up <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, thank you, Ludwig. We'll try. We'll try and fix this leg problem for you. I appreciate it, brother. But uh, before you go, mm-hmm. I want you to know that that bird is something off. You might not understand what it is. There ain't something right about that bird. I mean, honestly, that's. Uh, I'm. I'm not trying to be uh, hyperbolic, but uh, that's the scariest thing I've ever heard. Because he's, as much as I love Sif, he's the one person in the world I trust. Mm, I understand that. Shinobak is a god of murder, malice, and revenge. I mean, that's some dark shit. Sacraments that we used to walk in on were terrible. And if if, they, if if that book will open for him, there's something in him that he don't know about. All right, I'll keep an eye out. Thank you, Ludwig. Nah, put a hand on his shoulder, stand up, and start to walk away. Stoke the flame, brother. <clears throat> stoke, stoke the flame. I'm sorry. Did you did you say something? Uh, you know I'm old. So, I can't hear it that loud. I never I never liked our catchphrase, man. I can tell. Come on, loud and proud, brother. Stoke, 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 stoke the flame. All right, bro. All right. Thank you, Ludwig. He kind of sits back again and uh, eases back and puts a blanket back over him. Um, you guys can find Bjork out in the town, like talking to people. You hear him he's like. They won fair and square. There's no reason for you all to be upset. Don't you see we have other things to worry about? We're trying to talk to these people. Uh, but that would be Carl and Syphilis. Um, and you can also see there are those two combatants that are standing there and they have, uh, weapons in their hands, kind of like waiting. Uh, hey, 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 Bjorik. Yeah, turns around to you. Oh, Carl. Yeah, come on. What's up? We, 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 we talked to Ludwig. I'm sure you know his his condition with his yes. popsicle legs. We want to go talk to this giant and see if there's anything we can do about this. But he tilts his head him, when you say talk. He's like, you ever talked to a giant before? Well, talk in a manner of speaking. <laughs> you know, talk like we talk to this big boy right here. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to go. We're going to go see the giant. And see if we can get anything done about this. It's about the extent of our plan, but I'm sure you agree we probably should take some people with us. Yeah. Um, I don't think 
You'll find it here, unfortunately. As you look around and there are a bunch of jawing people who are mad that you guys won this home in Ghana. Oh, um, oh okay. We, we, we carry out your tradition and yet you're going to cry like little babies. That's, an, that's enough, Sif, as I pat him on the no, head. No, no, no. It's not enough. <laughs> you're born with a narrow, little, puny, stupid, fleshy heads. All right? Think outside your little, your little stupid box, okay? I just whoop your ass. Well, I bastion whoop your ass, but <laughs> let that be a lesson to you, okay? Don't underestimate what you don't know about. Alright, settle down, settle down, settle down. Alright, listen. Listen, um, Bear Hop. Like I said. That's not your name, is it? Bjork. Bjork, I'm sorry, Bjork. I'm a little uh, wound up because I don't understand where your guys, uh, you got your manners, you know? Manners are not what you'll find here. Uh, mercenaries, bloodthirsty men, you'll find that. Oh, cool. If we give you some money, will you do something worthwhile? Maybe to the right person. Well, okay, I got money. Who wants to do something for me, huh? Does the giant have any loot? Like, is is he, like, sitting on a, a pile of treasure? Does he have any anything we could, like, offer as, like, hey, we don't want any of the loot. Anything you can pilfer from this dude's hideout. It's all yours. Uh, we haven't really had any reports there, but I'm sure giants always have something. I mean, they got bones. Giant bones are cool, you know. That's fair. <laughs> Bjorik, what, what's the going and rate of a mercenary these days? Around 50 gold. Oh, shit. I'm buying the big guy, and I'm buying the guy with the spear, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the guys you just fought? Oh, yeah. yeah. You too, okay? You know what? I'm going to procure your services. How about that? They both look at each other. Um... And uh, kind of walk forward, and they uh, both kneel and hold a weapon out. It is tradition. Uh, uh, what are they doing? They say resignedly. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, I'm gonna hire you. Hire me or take the weapon. Uh, I don't. I don't understand. Like, what? What are you saying? He's like, <sighs> spell it out for me, okay? Because I don't understand your tradition. Tradition for Hamangana is a gift of service or a weapon. Oh no, service. Yes, <laughs> you work for me now. What's your name? And what's your name? <laughs> oh my God! I did not think you would be this much of a monster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Sif. What, yeah. what gave you that thought, Zach? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, didn't you ever see American um, History X? Huh? There's only one way to fight racism: is to to be in close quarters for a long time, wash each other's underwear. <laughs> he says, "Uh, my name is Hollis, and this is Ephraim." Great names. Alrighty, Hollis and Ephraim. You want to come with us and uh, deal with a giant? I say that sort of euphemistically because I'm not even really sure what we're going to end up doing. We want him to to undo the curse he's put on on Ludwig, but uh, you know, how about whatever we do? If we end up killing him, you're allowed to take whatever you want from his hideout. No, no, no. Except if hold, hold on, except we each Sif and I each reserve the right to take one item if we find cool, any cool, cool shit in. Then why are we giving them stuff? Carl, they're, they're in servitude as, as a show of good sportsmanship. Bastion, you begin to walk up behind you. Sure. I, I don't think I have anything to interject. 
in in these this this place in which we are newcomers and guests and they are as objectionable as their customs might seem they are foregoing their their customs to allow us to be here no their custom is if we beat them then uh we're accepted we did that and now they're still being jerks and we're gonna give them everything carl make sense to me please <laughs> <laughs> trying to sweeten the pot. All right, here comes Bastion. Maybe he can talk some sense into you. I, right. I, I give up. I, I, I heard part of this. Um, Sif, I understand where you're coming from, but we don't have a lot of time to be fucking around. Seems like you, these guys offered to help. Is that what I gathered from this conversation? Uh, I guess, yeah. But, uh... Alright, well, I, I, I put my hand on the shoulder of the guy with the two-handed sword. Welcome aboard. Uh, we're gonna move out tomorrow. And go talk to some trolls. You know, see you in the morning at the Dragonhead. Hollow said, Ephraim, kind of bow and see you tomorrow. Yeah, don't be late. Can <laughs> we ride all five, like, nuts to butts on the horse? No, they're going to walk, man. <laughs> on Mason. On Mason? <laughs> on Mason, yeah. yeah. He's a giant war horse. Is he big what? enough to ride all five of us? No. Mason. Bastion's a huge bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're lucky we get Bastion on there. We can we can probably get Bastion and Sif. When I think about Bastion, I just think about how Zach is large in real life, and then I go, "Well, that wouldn't work on a horse." You look make a horse look like a Shetland pony. No, yeah, there's no way I'm a horseback rider. A horse could ride you. Yeah, yeah. He could. <laughs> okay. All right, um, you guys, are you guys? trying to go straight outside to this encampment or is there anything else you wanted to do yeah i'm gonna go to the trolls okay uh you guys following uh sif carl yeah sure yeah sure all right so you go outside to this more primal camp you can smell it before you can really see it uh it smells like a kind of unwashed bodies and uh kind of uh smoke maybe some meats somewhat rotten um <laughs> as you guys get closer you can see these tents that again are like bone with uh skins that are stretched across uh smoke pouring out of them and there are um many what seem to be warriors uh standing outside and like practicing and stuff as you guys come up yeah i mean i think i look for anybody who looks like they're in charge does anybody stick out to me actually there is uh there is okay. this woman uh from has like these long like dreads and they kind of drop to the back middle of her back she has what seems to be a very large axe and is just handling these dudes that are in here uh, i approach her when she seems free okay um after she has like kind of beaten down what seems to be like the rowdy bunch that have been around uh she notices you uh coming up and she says um hold big hand out who goes Pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Sebastian for Cadillac Camerata, and these are my compatriots, Carl and Sif. Long story short, ma'am, we're uh, we're about to go uh, up north and deal with some giants. We didn't know if uh, maybe any of your folk want to join us. She kind of looks around to all these other people and spits on the ground. Um, these not good warriors. You want <laughs> me. Okay. I, Slovik Rock Hurler, champion of Trollkin. Yeah, I mean, I'll take you up on that, ma'am. Uh, is the what, what's the uh, what's the cost of your services, ma'am? Get me in there. She points at the Yamsviking uh, <laughs> building. I don't. I don't hesitate. Uh, I say deal. Awesome. Put my hand out. <laughs> All right. She shakes and it's strong, dude. Like she's got a forearm for real. Um, she says they no allow green skins in their ranks. 
but we are strong enough. They, they didn't lay off fur folk before today either. So uh, once we're done with the Giants, I got you. We'll get this worked out. Deal. <laughs> and uh, all right, I'll see you tomorrow at the gates. All right. Um, yeah, she definitely looks ha- like kind of happy to hear that. And when you said like, oh, they didn't allow fur folk till today, she's, she's kind of taken back because obviously they've been waiting out here trying to get in there and they haven't been allowing them. Because to be a Yams Viking or uh, part of the Reavers is a huge ordeal in in the North. In fact, uh, before I forget, all of you have plus one status in the North for defeating someone in a duel. Oh, nice. Uh, what are your plans for the rest of the day? Um, as now it's probably been closer to the afternoon. Sure. I mean, I don't have anything uh, personally. I just find somewhere to sleep and sleep all this off. I think this has just been a lot for Bastion today. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh? What else is on this island? It seems pretty uh like a ragtag group of people just kind of living off the land. Not really like a f- proper city. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely that. Um, like I said, the palisade that encompasses all the camps just seems like it probably has moved a couple times. Like this is not a stationary place all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is a pier to the side where they obviously have all of their skiffs and uh, uh, galleys to go around and do their reaving and pillaging for other places. Um, but as far as like uh, civilization, this is definitely not that. It's more of a place just that they live and kind of do their thing. You know what I want to do? I want to go back uh, to Ludwig and see about those books. Okay. Sif, Carl, uh, Sif and Bastion, anything else? I think just at some point I would just probably want to have a conversation with Bastion after, you know, uh, you know, Jason does his thing with Ludwig or whatever. I think I, I think it works out perfectly. So, um, Carl, you enter back in. Um, Bjork seems to have calmed down most of the people here. The fact you guys offered them work and accepted their services, um, seems like you're trying to follow their tradition. Perhaps they respect that a little bit more. Still getting some sideways glances for being, uh, non-human. Um, as you find your way back to Ludwig, he has seemed like he's kind of back in a resting kind of position, uh, laying there. Those books, um, have been picked up and like put off to the side. Hey, Ludwig, uh, wondering if I can check out those books. He kind of sits up and looks at you, kind of trying to eye you up, try to size you up and see what's going on. Um, go, you sure you want to look at these books? I don't know. They, I, I seem to have some special connection with them. I, I don't know what that is. I'd like to explore it a little more. You seem maybe a little uneasy about it. I, I certainly am. So I've, I've seen many, many men for, fall victim to these books and and i've seen what, what it does to them and uh, i just want you to tread carefully were any of them bird folk never a raven folk mm, interesting if there's anyone who ever did a sacrament in your family it's, it's possible it's in your blood son maybe it being in my blood would offer some kind of protection seems like it allows it access at this point i'm, I'm willing to just Give it a go. See, you know, I mean, just try and read it. See if I can decipher anything. I'm not going to stop you. All right, then. He kind of gestures towards where the books are. Yeah, I take the one that uh, I see Joe uh, uh, shaking his head. Uh, <laughs> I'm just nervous. I, if this goes bad, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, uh, Carl's head exploded because he read a bad book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all well, right. I mean, yeah, when I'm... you go slowly insane and Zach gets to, you know, basically curse Which you. Which will introduce another interesting interesting plot point all right uh yeah i i pick up the one that he has uh or that's his not the one that we left and pick it up it opens immediately are you gonna try to read it yes give me a wisdom saving throw please 
That's a 15. 15. Okay. You are trying to read text that isn't really words. Um, it's symbols. You're trying to put piece things together, perhaps in the way that they're written and whatnot. It's, it is very difficult. Um, this will take you time. Uh, but you're starting to piece together what seems to be a plan. Okay. Can I, I don't know. Can I keep reading? Like, I, I'm not really sure oh, yeah. where it... you can keep reading. I would say from your cursory glance at this page, you can begin to read that there, this is a plan of some sort. Okay. Like sort of some sort of doomsday plan it would seem to be that way. Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, anything super evil like this is kind of, you know, goes without saying, yeah, um. pretty much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it would take you a couple hours. Like if you did like, um, uh, no, overnight or something like that, you might be able to piece more together. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I might as well do that. Cause this is kind of like what, it, what we were doing with the rest of our day anyway. Um, okay. so I think I'm going to like get as much out of this book as I can with, uh, 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 Ludwig here. I mean, I guess it's kind of awkward okay. me just silently reading while he lies there with his icy legs. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not a very comfortable situation, especially since he's seen these guys go crazy from it and you're just sitting there reading it. Um, but yeah. All right. But you pop a squat and just going to sit there and start reading. Yeah, I, I, I study the texts. All right. Uh, Sif, Bastion, what's going on? Uh, where do, where we, can we stay for the night, Zach? Um, I imagine they set you up with another tent. Uh, Bjork probably just got you a tent that uh, is unoccupied, has some um, you know, beds and cots in it. Sure. Um, basically, I just make sure Mason's fed and happy, uh, and then I just kind of make for the tent, and I'm, I'm ready to call it for the night. Um, I think okay. I see, like, Bastion kind of being like tuckered out and I'm kind of like nervous to talk to him because I feel like he's kind of pissed at me um, and, and I you know like I take my hat off and I'm kind of like smushing around in my hand like nervously like hey uh, Bastion can I, can I talk to you man for a second yeah of course brother you feeling okay you you uh, looking a little green around the gills uh, yes, and I, I want to this is hard for me I want to say I and, um, you know, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Mm. Hold up. Let me, let me try this again. He vomits. Bastion, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm sorry. Okay. I've been, um, I feel like you're mad at me. I've been kind of acting like a little bit, like maybe a little bit too much like an asshole. Um, and, uh, look, man, I just, I really miss my family, alright? I haven't seen them in a while. It's getting to me. I was kicked out of Zobek by the Rat King. All I know is that he told me he was gonna hurt my family. I took this job with Bram to, to maybe earn some money to, uh, sneak him out of town to pay maybe safe passage, uh, you know, and, uh, I really didn't expect, uh, all this bullshit to be honest um it's kind of a lot uh yeah. i thought we'd find ludwig and his legs wouldn't be made out of icicles and uh we would just take them back and that'd be it but uh <laughs> and we come to a town full of racists and i'm really disrespected when uh you know i i thought uh we've really gotten somewhere and it's just like i feel like i'm getting kicked while i'm down and i miss little melanie i miss my sweet Melanie and little, little Melanie. 
Yeah, let's list them um, all again. And they thought, Brian, I, I, there's a lot of them, Bastion. I don't want to bore you with all their names, but uh, <laughs> us rat folk, we're, but I will, uh, we're real close with our families. So if I'm being a dickhead, uh, it's because of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like kind of lonely, even though you're my friends, I think now. Um, but I, I miss my family and, uh, you know, obviously I don't like authority or people who disrespect me and I'm sorry. Um, well, <clears throat> first let me say, uh, I appreciate you sharing that with me, Sif. Uh, I, uh, that couldn't have been easy for you and that's truly fucking horrible. I don't know if we're going to make it back to Bjornheim alive, but if we do and uh, I, I make it back in, in the shape where I can help, I'll do whatever I can in my power to get your family back. I'm truly sorry that happened to you, and you don't fucking deserve it, and you have nothing to apologize for. I'm just exhausted. It's been a lot, and we finally found him, and just the fucking goalpost got moved again, man. Yeah. I mean, since since you were kind enough to share that, might as well tell you, that day I saw you get paid off by Bram to come with us, I walked in his office that day to become a fucking oathbreaker. I was about to throw my shield on the floor and say, fuck it. I ain't doing this, so we're both kind of running from something. Damn, that's heavy. Um, I, I didn't think we were gonna trade off like this, and I'm I'm glad you shared that with me. Um, you know, it's it's the reason I act like such a fucking idiot most of the time, because I'm just trying to trying to put on a good fucking face. Because honestly, most of the time I'm fucking pissed. Yeah, but believe it or not, with you and Carl, it's a little bit better. You know, you guys genuinely make me laugh, but, you know, I, I don't know. It's just been a hard day. Thank you for listening, Sif. Yeah, it's okay, big man. Listen, um, the world needs bears like you, so don't be going losing your shit, you know? There's too many scumbags like me around, you know? Yeah, you're a much better person than you give yourself credit for. I know, but I don't like saying it because it's not as cool. Yeah, um, I, that. Yeah. But, uh, I, do, I do appreciate you, Sif, and... You yeah. you present a hard exterior. You you say you don't like any of this authority shit, and I get that. But it seems like underneath it all, you're trying to do the right fucking thing, and that's fucking rare in this world. Yeah, you know I'm a little bit of a bad boy, but I got a heart of gold. Yeah, but uh, I could say that. <laughs> speaking of of which, um, uh, all right, I I feel like you're gonna get mad at me, um, but really, really, um, I felt like as if it was given to me without any uh, trouble, okay? Okay. Um, I, I kind of took this thing. No, I didn't take it. Like, I, okay, it's a gift for you, okay? Is it something from uh, Caspian's Hold? I, I know you made out with something. I know that's oh, what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I kind of did. Like, you see this brooch? <laughs> oh, that's that's actually nice. That was from his desk, actually, I think. Uh, yeah, he didn't even notice when I just took it right away. He's so uh, dumb. I, I can't condone it, but uh, oh, wait, I can't on. stop is, you, brother. Is this thing on? Okay, I... I'm, I'm always scared with this hat. Is, is oh, that... you, take so, you take off your hat. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, just just close your eyes and hold out your bear paw. All right, I, I'll do it. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to be anything creepy or anything. Okay. <laughs> I reach in my bag and I put uh, this little uh, this thing in her hand and it's uh, violin shaped. Okay, wait, violin or lute? Oh, loot shape. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's been a while. I uh, I open my eyes and I, I see the loot, and uh, I think I'm silent for an uncomfortably long time, and then I say, <laughs> um, "Well, 
Sif. This is, uh, I think, the only gift I could ever accept under these specific circumstances of what I have to assume happened here. Normally, I'd be very upset, but I also kind of told myself if I do retire from being a paladin, if I do break my oath, I'd just go learn how to play a fucking instrument in bars and drink and this kind of this kind of represents some freedom to me. Yeah, I think you should maybe not drink, but you can learn how to play that. I, I think I will. I mean, you know, my code of conduct says if we go back to uh, go back to that town, I'm gonna have to give this back. But if we don't, I'll just say I'm uh, keeping it safe for him. Yeah, you could just also let me hold it the whole time we go through that town. That's a good point. That old man. He didn't even know his own name half the time. <laughs> that is true. He probably won't even know that it's gone. He left it unlocked just like I told him. So dumb. <laughs> listen, listen. Okay, it's a gift. You can't be uh, giving it back to anyone. Okay? And you're my friend, okay? Yeah. And I just want you to know I was yeah. never not going to come with you to slay the giant. <laughs> <laughs> Sif, thank you. I mean, this is, again, the means in which it was acquired, I assume, are not fantastic, but this is still, I think, the nicest thing anybody's ever fucking done for me, man. Thank you, bro. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. I just, you know, try not to uh, learn how to play that while I'm sleeping, okay? <laughs> I, I make no promises on that front, man. Right. Uh, and I promise by tomorrow I'll be back to my normal, stupid, goofy self, but just today's been a lot, and this this means a lot. And I give him like a, you know, like a high five, uh, chest bump kind of backpack. Excellent, excellent. All right, and that's that's a lot of exposition for this episode. I'm sorry if it was a little sad. We're gonna call this episode story Lord dump. dump. Yeah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> ride that 15 second skip if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, that, that get, was a lot, but I, I feel like we got more like story in this episode than probably like the last five. Yeah, it's it's tough when you're forced to like deal with the plot in a in a very direct way because you can sort of chip away at it like we have like getting towards it for like over the last 10 episodes but mm. um yeah once it like okay you meet the guy that you've been trying to meet for the last you know year it's yeah, yeah and sure. it's literally been like a actual year in real time like so we don't remember shit and the feed's off so we're all like fucking talking over each other because it's delayed yeah okay um carl you mm-hmm. sit down and you decide to study this book and try to piece things together. You have other scrap paper that you're writing and trying to like uh, kind of make a, a key to all of these symbols. Mm-hmm. What was the name of this book, by the way? Uh, it doesn't have a name. It just had a symbol on the front of it of a black square with two paw prints in it. Okay. But you said there was like some some god or something that... Uh, Chernobyl. Okay. You spent some time studying this book, um, writing out symbols and trying to figure out what it could possibly be saying the plan it's madness uh they want to spread this contagion this madness to everyone they want everyone to see the world that they see it and the way they see it is that everything should die so that everything everything can express it can feel the joy that that brings it's 
absolutely utter madness to you. But what's more disturbing is that their plan is to deliver these books and, and it's by a boat apparently, uh, that is rowed by, uh, multiple dead, um, along the Nader Straits. That is what, that is what? It's rowed by the dead. A road. Okay. It seems that there is someone who is rowing this boat and his name is Dimitri. I thought his name was going to be Michael. I got a name page, bitch. <laughs> no, just because Michael row your boat ashore. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it seems that he has been rowing and uh, the, he has been traveling the Nader Straits, uh, trying to give it to everyone in the north. Cause this is a god, uh, from the north. Uh, mostly, uh, other, other places don't really deal with it. Um, but what's odd to this is there seems to be a ritual of allowing yourself to succumb to some sort of creature, okay. which doesn't line up. Like, it d- doesn't seem to make sense with the rest of it. Right. Um, from what you know of Shinobog, it's just a, uh, a thing of madness, but, uh, it seems to have to do this ritual you have to succumb you have to allow yourself to be i don't know the word for this allow this thing to become a part of you something has to enter them physically um and it allows them to become in this come into the state of madness that they're all looking for and as you're reading on it begins to make more and more sense and you don't even have to use the key uh after a while it seems that you have gained knowledge of how to read this stuff very cool um or maybe not we may find out (laughs) 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 this newfound power may i mean it could be like harry harry potter with the parcel tongue thing i think this can only be bad yeah he's gonna get like fucking pierced ears and his his fucking bird feathers are gonna be like pink and blue and he's gonna start acting really like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah um after a long night of studying that's that's all you've really gleaned from it uh there is still more to it you could definitely reference it later okay yeah and i'll take the other book and put it on my person i guess in my bag and uh you have uh, both of them now or you just have one? well i was gonna leave the one because it's not mine okay. i mean i guess hey hey uh ludwig uh I, yeah i guess we should do a scene as i'm leaving here i'll i'll yeah. start that now i uh, hey hey ludwig that uh, I got. I've really. We we can review some of this uh, maybe another time. It's getting kind of late. Uh, thanks for letting me read these. Do, do you mind if I take this book with me? Are you taking both of them? You mean? Is yeah, that yeah, that's what I mean. Because okay. I, I would take the um, one that was ours and then. Okay, he says. Um, you sure about that, Carl? I mean, if you it it is yours. I don't want to take I it mean, if you don't want to give it to me. I I don't want the thing, and but if if you feel like it'll help you understand, then I guess go ahead. Uh, yeah. I'll be careful. You seem a little nervous about it. I, I, I will be careful. But, oh, no, uh, I'm nervous as hell, Carl. That's <laughs> as hell. I, I don't understand how it's opening for you. And, and the fact that you even understand it is, is, is bothersome. Yeah, when I, when I first got into it, it was, uh, didn't really make sense. Just symbols and noise. But now I, I, it, I, like, I sort of can read the new language now. It's a little weird. Uh, not the kind of thing that normally happens. But we'll see how this pans out. Do you feel normal? Do you? I mean, I feel fine other than the experience of like sort of being able to decipher something I couldn't decipher a couple hours ago. Kind of a strange, strange feeling. It's it's like uh, it's like you're trying to learn something, but it just sort of happens at a much faster rate than you'd expect. So in you, boy, I'm telling you, be careful. Uh, be honest with Bastion. Let him know what's going on. Yeah, this is some dark shit. I'm not going to fuck around. 
if you if you have any thoughts or feelings that you don't understand, uh, be sure to to voice them. Yeah, we're we're pretty open. Uh, I'll 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 be sure to. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well, thank you. Um, we're real kumbaya in this uh, <laughs> in this here mercenary group. That's good. It's good to hear. Well, thank you for helping the the order. I really, really do appreciate it. You're really putting yourself on the line. Just don't go too far across it. Trying to think of a good way to say goodbye. Stoke the flame. <laughs> All right, I mean, well, you can just leave if you I pre- really want. I understand. <laughs> Carl, this isn't your strong suit. <laughs> I, I appreciate the concern. Ludwig, we've been looking for you for a long time. Glad to have finally found you. Talk to you tomorrow. I hope. <laughs> yes, sounds good to me. Night, night. All right, this is weird now. Just get get out of my tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you leave his tent and uh, go join up with the other boys. Morning comes. The night is pretty raucous, uh, but nothing for that you guys have to worry about. You can hear people training uh, throughout the night. Swords are clanging and just they, these guys can't get over themselves. Um, but you guys wake up and we leveled to level five. So I want to know. What the hell did you guys get, and what can I curb the monsters against you for? Sure, uh, I'll I'll go first because mine mine should be reasonably easy. Um, I got uh eleven more health. I'm up to fifty one. Um, okay. rolled a nine plus my constitution of two. Um, I got the the big thing is I have a second attack now. So when I take the attack action, I can attack twice. I have access to second level spells, as we know, because of Mason. Um, I, I have some more interesting stuff, but it might be fun if they just sort of like come up naturally. The yeah, one uh, you don't have to give away everything. I'm just uh, anything that you're excited about, anything that's like uh, from the Midgard setting that you can use, or is there anything no, new? No, no, nothing of that. The 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 big thing that I'm actually interested in, Tasha's uh, Cauldron of whatever the fuck it's called. Came out not that long ago. Tasha's version of everything. I just Thank said you. that really terribly. That's okay. Yeah, that came out not that long ago as we record. So they came out with a, a new fighting style. And they came out with uh, a thing called martial versatility. And we're fudging a little bit. I'm only supposed to be able to change my fighting style when I get um, ability score increases. But fuck it. We sort of talked about this off, off air. Well, long story short, I am giving up my defensive fighting style, so I'll lose one armor, but I'm right. taking this new thing uh, that is interception. So Ooh. anytime somebody attacks somebody other than me uh, within five feet, I can use my reaction to roll a d10 and reduce that from whatever damage is done to them. Uh, so That is so Bastion to yeah. the T. Uh, I can't think of it. Even Mitch, it even fits your name, like defense against, other, against danger. It's just perfect. I, I completely agree. Yeah. And like I if this was in there from the start, I would have chosen it from the start. It's it's exactly the kind of thing I love. I think it's cool. Uh, I think it's useful. I don't use my reaction ever otherwise. Um, oh, also, it's a deep 10 plus three. Um, it's not just a straight D10. So it's a minimum Ooh, minimum of damn. four. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I mean, that's going to that's I mean, every little bit counts for sure. Uh, I do have to be holding a shield, though. Obviously, you know it's it's you know it's a matter of me throwing my shield uh, between a strike and you know Carl or Sif. So. That's really cool. I I dig it. It's yeah. going to be very thematic. I I, I like that. I, I think so too. Yeah, and so that that's really the highlights from my level up. Uh, pretty pretty excited about interception in the second attack. Sif, what did you get? Oh man, I got all sorts of goodies. Um, I got a third dice 
for my sneak attack damage, which is pretty cool. I'm sure you're going to love that when I crit. Hate it so much. Um, I got two more points of prowess, which are really cool. Um, so I feel like I can uh, utilize those more um, now without feeling like I have to, s- to really save them for good moments. I'll have some to spend. I always struggle with that, too, with monks and stuff like key points. I'm always like uh, trying to save it for some terrible enemy and then you end up not using it at all. Yeah. So I got, some, uh, you know, it basically, um, yeah, it gave me a, two more, which is I went from four to six, which is a pretty big deal. feels like. Um, Definitely. That's huge. And then um, awesome got um, uncanny dodge, which I'm really pumped about. <sighs> Yeah, I'm sure you're going to love that. Um, so frustrating. So basically when someone I it hits me with an attack that I can see, um, I can use my reaction to half the attack's damage against me. It's oh, brutal. Yeah. That's to hit you three times as hard. And I can intercept that now. I know. But then I realized, like, you know, when I was doing the Hamangana with the other people, I forgot that, like, I was so enraged by these guys um, disrespect me and being racist towards me. That I forgot that like my character is all about like jumping into combat, striking, getting away. Yes. And I just I just stayed my ground and just try to slash at them instead of fighting how I normally fight because I think they got me so upset that I they got <laughs> in my head and I couldn't fight like Sif normally fights and that's how he punked me down that one guy. <laughs> sure, sure. I can't wait um, to put him through hell in the next episode. Oh, oh my god. god. Damn. Not looking forward to that at all. Uh, what about you, Carl? Did you pick up anything cool? So, really, the only thing I get aside from the minor uh, ability to—it's uh, an improvement to arcane recovery, uh, which is I am able to gain spell slots equal to my uh, wizard level rounded up. So now that we're level five, that okay, you know, it makes it three. So it could be two. Um, it could be a level two and a level three, or could it like it's a? It's a total of. So, like, you count the spell level. Total of five. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, well, no, total of three. It's my wizard level oh, rounded. three. So it could be a two and a one. rounded up. Yeah, I could do two and a okay. one or a three or three ones. Um, and that's every that's short awesome. rest I get to do that. Yeah, just just an extra. It's better than not. Um, how many spell slots are you sitting at right now for each uh, level right now? Four first level, three second level, and two third level. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you need every every little bit. Yeah. For my third level spell, I'm going to take the pretty powerful counter spell. Nice. Oh, I love yeah, counter spell. Another one. Yeah. God. I'm just trying to be a control wizard. Yeah. I'll like I'll like get the damage in there when I can, but like Sif does decent damage. Bastion is decent damage. You know, not a not not the cannon that Sif is, but you know, we gotta have somebody who's able to like control the situation. I think it's smart. I mean, without a healer, you guys are kind of playing on a nice edge. I mean, although Bastion is somewhat of a healer. Um, I, I do a lot of healing. Thank you. I figure between my like sort of support wizard role uh, and Bastion's healing like that comes together to be pretty effective. I think I think you guys have made a pretty strong choices. I think it's I think it's a good job. All right. Your morning begins um, and uh, we can just kind of skip by to where you pick up Hollis and uh, Ephraim they are standing outside and you can tell that like people were making fun of them for having to wait and like you wait for you guys to wake up and they, they're in your service uh they're like other people are like snickering and like uh, jeering at the outside 
and the Lego. We are ready. Welcome aboard, uh, boys. We we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate your service, and uh, we'll try not to keep you away for too long. Let's uh, let's head out to the gates. All right. Um, yeah, they both follow. Um, Ephraim has his uh, spear and shield, and uh, Hollis has his large greatsword on his back as they walk behind you. Um, do you have to summon uh, Mason again? Nope. No, he's. If he dies, just, I'll summon him again. But otherwise, wait, uh, hold on. He's always here. Yep. Is that how that yeah, works? He, he just exists until he dies. <laughs> sure does. God damn it, man! You guys head out towards the troll camp uh, through the doors. Um, again, people are sneering at at, at uh, Hollis and Ephraim, but they don't seem to be paying them any mind. I feel like you guys giving them a job is give your fulfilling tradition. They're they feel like they are doing their part. Uh, perhaps maybe Burek has starting to make an impact on this uh, backwoods town. You come out of the encampment and Solvig Rock Hurler is standing in wait. And you can hear Hollis and Ephraim stop as they realize that she's coming with you. And they're like, um, she's coming too. Uh, deal with it or return to your home in shame. Your choice, boys. And I, I get on top of Mason. They look at each other and sink even lower and <laughs> begin to follow you. Um, and I think Sif is just like, boys, listen here. We've run a tight ship. You better you better increase that posture. Shoulders straight. All right. Hey, come on. Uh, oh, and they, they Stand up nice and straight. Uh, the one with the slash tendons has a little bit more trouble. <laughs> yeah. You cut his feet off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now listen, we're going to be a group of bad asses, okay? That means we work together. Solveig is like, mm, yes, you no need to tell me. Um, and she just starts walking along your steeds. Um, so I mapped out how long it would take you to get to this place. It is 50 miles away. I'm going to say that's probably a day's travel or two. If, as long as there's no problems. Let's roll a D10, boys. We haven't done this in a long time. Oh, a travel hazard. I got one right here, so I'll just, I'll do it. Okay. Seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. Uh, as long as it's not one or ten, you don't draw a card. So your first day uh, goes without trouble as you start to make your way up the coastline. Um, again, you're seeing more ships. It seems like these guys have really uh, defended this place pretty well. Um, and uh, you guys bed down for the night i'm not we're not we don't have to do bullshit um, i know but i think i think at night around the campfire we start telling uh battle stories uh, as, to... as i play music in the background oh yes. uh, joe did you attune to this oh yeah 100 percent. okay cool um, awesome yeah uh i i want to be clear again i was a little bit unenthusiastic in the in the moment uh again bastion's character was like very exhausted at the time but like this is the the nice thing anybody's ever done and it's the coolest loot in the world and Again, Bastion, uh, before becoming a paladin, uh, had some interest in the musical arts. So, Did he ever know how to play at all or no? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, he plays a lot of slide guitar using his nails. Oh, There's claws. Yeah. Bastion, <laughs> a blues guitarist, dude? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm dude, so... Dude, he better do it while he like plays it on his lap, too, oh, like the dude so from Roadhouse. Man, that is really good. Um, yeah, thought about this. Yeah, I like it. So your night goes on without any troubles as you walk along this coastline. Oh, Sif, did you want to do something around the fire though, Sif? I'm sorry. Oh, yes, I'm sorry, Sif. Oh yeah, I think we. I, I was just saying that. Um, like he 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 like 
is trying to make the best of it with these two guys that he hates. Mm. And he knows that if we're more bonded, that there's less likely chance of them cutting and running on us. Big, big move for Sif. Yeah, well, I mean, he's thinking more about Carl and Bastion mm. safety than really appeasing these racists because he doesn't really <laughs> care about them at all. So, you know, he starts getting into, you know, doing some jobs, some things that he's fought and killed. Oh, I like it. You know, seeing if it piques their interest because they like to pillage and such. Yeah, I think I think you do strike a chord there where uh, you're talking about, you know, doing wet work for um the rat king and they're talking about basically doing pillage work for different kingdoms that uh hire the reavers so yeah you guys are striking a chord there and solvig she talks about things about fighting creatures that you don't understand uh for a while like just big creatures and like her descriptions yeah. are basically like big more very strong and like you're trying to follow along but you can definitely tell that she's been through some shit and she shows like that her uh her elbow has been broken many times so she can just kind of snap it out of pot <laughs> socket and just <laughs> put it right back in and not even worry about it like this this woman's been through some shit <laughs> yeah and i think i'm just always like man i don't want to mess with her she is whoa she badass <laughs> she's like picking her uh teeth with like what seems like a the bones of a small animal like she's just um a monster <laughs> yeah um, i think sif is very much like this woman is so cool holy man <laughs> like he hasn't been this like taken with someone since that werewolf guy oh egar 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 yes did we ever investigate who that werewolf was in on the Fey Road? Absolutely not. And we're going to try and bury that so we don't get murdered when we if we ever go to uh, that place that starts with an R. Uh, starts with an R. Vargreich. Varg. The R is what stuck out to me. Thank you, Vargreich. Right. I was thinking of the the yeah. Reich, which is like German uh, for empire. Sorry. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you guys tell stories and begin to begin a slight bond. I like that. I think it's very cool. Um, and your next morning starts. Um, and who's going to make this roll? Okay, Jay. Roll D10. Alrighty. As a four. A four. All right. No, no boons. No, uh, no bad things happen as you guys travel for the next day. Um, you can see in the distance now there is large stones that have been like smeared with what seems to be like mud um and large uh, sure it's mud <laughs> oh oh yeah it's definitely mud that's how giant um, wiped their ass right with giant boulders <laughs> that's their toilet paper oh oh what a terrible image um but yeah <laughs> so we'll just grab a tree or a bush <laughs> large mud in it and you can see there is a symbol like written in it in the distance um obviously marking that you guys are getting closer um it but it is late in the night and um you guys probably would have to camp one more time sure you're sitting around the fire exchanging stories again and i would like you to make a perception check 18 is that just joe perception anybody or everybody anybody uh, 18 18 okay. um 22 wow all you guys expertise it's, bitch. all of it is plenty enough um as you're telling stories and stuff you can't help but notice how clear the sky is today um stars are shining down the moon is full and it's just really beautiful those stars are so bright tonight and they seem to be getting closer and closer 
What? And closer. And then all of a sudden, this uh, kind of lengthy form apparates out of the sky and begins to pick up Hollis off the ground. Holy shit. And we're going to call it there, boys. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I knew it. Piece as soon of as shit. he started saying it, and then this happens. And then yeah. this happens. Then this happens. And then you we're going to call so it. You think you're so fucking <laughs> slick, Zach? You think you're so fucking <laughs> slick, Every once in a while, you got to put a dud out there. You know we, what I mean? We got your, we got you your number, You fucking <laughs> HBO fucking fucking series where you just fucking dick tease and cliffhang all day long? Huh? Just because this is contrived doesn't mean you're not a piece of shit. And I'm ending the recording. We would like to thank Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com and Michael from Game Chops for allowing us to use their music in this episode. Music is licensed under Creative Commons. Also, check us out on Instagram at Adventure Public Radio. Tweet at us at APR Pod. I want to hear from y'all. One more thing. Tell your friends, tell your nerds, tell your geeks how awesome this adventure is following these furry and feathery heroes as they travel the lands of Midgard. We're getting bigger with every episode, and it's thanks to you guys and girls. Thank you for listening. Now here's a clip that didn't make the take. Yeah, Zach, you can have one bit of control here. How big is this horse's dick? <laughs> <laughs> I will leave that up to you guys' imagination. Right. Whatever you want the girth or length to be, it is up to you. I'll leave it up to Christian. Well, I would say that it drags across the ground, Cha- leaving it, it changes. <laughs> it, it's it's random 1d20 inches, and it changes every time he summons it. Too many dicks, guys. Too many dicks. Anyhow. <laughs>